Welcome back to Health Check. I'm Heidi Godman. We've been speaking all hour with Dr. Eugene Pereira. He's a pain management specialist at Sarasota Memorial Hospital. If you would like to check out Sarasota Memorial's pain management division, just check out smh.com forward slash pain care. smh.com forward slash pain care. And I guess I should probably call it Sarasota Memorial Healthcare System because they have locations all over uh, the uh, the region, really, the in in right in Bradenton, sort of the Lakewood Ranch area, um, and in Osprey and in Sarasota, a, a lot of different places. So it's it's part of Sarasota Memorial Healthcare System. SMH.com forward slash pain care. So talking to Dr. Eugene Pereira, we've been uh, sort of talking about the pros and cons of of painkillers and and how that can help or doesn't help people of chronic pain. We want to talk now about procedures because this is really where it goes. People sort of have tried a lot of different pills or steroid injections or things like that. It's not working out for them. They need a long-term solution. And that's where procedures come into play. And there is a really cool new one. Let's talk about that one first. And I sort of likened it when you described it to me before we went off the air, uh, before we went on the air, of sort of like a jack for your car and you're sort of uh, jacking up one area to, to create space. What is that? It's a it's a spacer. Yes, it's a... Um, the crude na- analogy would be it's like uh, shoving a wedge in between the spines of your backbone. So when the, the vertebrae have, have collapsed, sort of, or compressed, and they're squishing the discs in between. Yes, so the, the rear part of the disc, so if you think of the disc as a plate, and it, it it has two edges to it, the forward edge and the rear edge. The rear edge, the thickness of the disc at the rear edge is important in keeping uh, certain openings formed by the jigsawing of one bone on the other, uh, keeping those openings patent to have nerve roots run through them uh, in the relative safety of the spinal canal. Now, when those cushions start to collapse, and they will, uh, they start tightening that opening, and those nerves start getting irritated with movement such as walking or standing because there's pressure on those nerves, and they start to kind of complain. And their way of complaining is to send a cramping, tightening, shooting pain down your leg depending on which area of the lower extremity they supply, such that there are patients who come to me and say, I could walk two miles without a problem, but now with 100 feet of walking, I have to stop and sit down and relieve the pressure on my spine. Alternately, they are put in, forced into the situation of hunching over so that mechanically that spaces out those nerve openings uh, to give them some relief of pressure on those nerves. Uh, the beauty of this procedure lies in its simplicity that you identify the level that it's getting encroached because of the uh, deteriorated disc and you, you slide this wedge in between those spines and tighten it and that distracts those two edges from each other, reopening them and crudely causing you to hunch only at that one spot where you need it. Mm-hmm. So the patient then starts to stand up and walk erect again, gives them, among other things, uh, improvement of their self-esteem because they are not hunched over and, and not being pitied, pitied on or paying, being paid more attention to because they're hunching. So you can sort of open up that space again. Yeah. How do you do it? It's it's a little a thing that you insert, inject? Uh, yeah. What do you do? So traditionally, the treatment for spinal stenosis, as this condition is called, along with neurogenic intermittent claudication, big words, but basically it means nerve originating on and off, 
pain in the legs and and feet because of the nerves getting pinched uh so traditional treatment for that was using uh epidural steroid injections which would relieve some of the inflammation around those nerve roots now in some patients that works really well they go for months and years without need for a repeat injection but there are this uh very clearly defined population uh, of patients that these injections provide diminishing returns or they have reasons not to get that because their blood sugar shoots up they're diabetic steroids can cause blood sugar to go up or they um have allergic reactions to the medications so these patients are then waiting and hoping that someone can decompress them and the only thing at the end of the road uh, of the tunnel is surgery and they don't feel uh, excited about that prospect or they may not be candidates for that prospect can you just insert these things yes yeah, so these uh, these uh, uh, devices which are called um, um spine spacers if you will or uh, decompressors are in- inserted through a small stab incision size of um, maybe a um a fork a single tine fork and then we pass in increasing sizes of tubes over that uh, incision through that incision and the tissue being elastic we can get a fairly large area to work with and then we slide this device in there this widget or gizmo if you will and just by turning a screw clockwise the tines of that um a uh, device engage with the spines and grab onto it and stay there like a wedge uh, and not move and then they begin to uh, as you turn the screw then it, it opens it up the the spine area yes and and the compression is relieved yes can can you live with that forever yes is and, it is it covered by insurance yes it is and and the beauty of this product again another aspect of it is that it has solid data for 5 years which is unheard of in device companies Uh, most of them try to do a linear longitudinal time study for about a year or two years and then subsequently someone picks up the torch and and does it again but this company um chose to wait and do a four year study and there is a almost 80% beneficial outcome uh and relief of symptoms of their leg pain four years out from having this device placed oh very encouraging who's a candidate for that so someone who's got spinal stenosis um and uh they st- uh, they have no pain when they're sitting or lying down but the moment they start standing and walking the the pain in their back and legs predominantly leg pain uh from the pinched nerve starts to prevent them from carrying on so they have to stop and take a break and they've not had back surgery at that level uh because by itself a laminectomy means removing that spine and there's nothing for this device to grasp onto uh or they have not much slippage of one bone over the other um they are candidates for this procedure okay so and what is it called again it's called uh, indirect spinal decompression um or a spine spacer if you want to call it that. doc i need a spine spacer yep okay spine uh, spacer a spinal spacer okay so that that's one thing that you can do that's sort of the latest and greatest oh uh, yeah latest the latest all right what's the greatest the greatest is for you to decide that you're going to overcome your pain and use all the uh tools available to live a healthy life. Mhm. which would be diet, exercise, Size, all uh, those kinds right. of things. All right, what about though turning off the nerve? We just have a couple of minutes left, but but just tell everybody because you can partially switch off the nerve. Right. And again, that started on a such a such a simple premise that the brain cannot handle two sensations from the same location at the same time. It will choose to ignore the one at the cost of the other. Um and the 
take home daily use of that is if you got stung by a mosquito or a bee your instinct would be to rub that area because then it feels better because your brain is receiving two sensations from the same location at the same time the pain and the rubbing so that was exploited uh, for a long time in the form of uh, liniments and bombs and and you know, uh, icy heart and things like that so uh but you're just trying to confuse the brain brain yes so that was uh, eloquently put together in a theory called the gate control theory in 1965 where the same thing was scientifically explained that the brain cannot handle and will shut down one gate and open another for various sensations that arrive at the brain okay uh, the gate control theory yes and um, so in coming back to that telephone cable or electric cable analogy there are fibers of various different sizes that carry various different sensations such as vibration sens- uh, sensation pain and heat so the pain fibers are the small kids in ta- in the classroom and the vibration fibers are like the hall monitor or the school teacher and when the school teacher speaks everyone shuts down so the uh, spinal cord stimulator of today's day and age turns on the middle size fiber and that shuts down transmission from the small size fibers which carry pain so it blocks the pain signal from going to the brain and that's a simple procedure that is a simple procedure compared to more extensive stuff as surgery does it work yes and is it permanent so this is the beauty of this procedure you can try it before you buy it i tell my patients you cannot undo a surgical procedure but here you can go on a 7 day trial with this device inser- inserted in your epidural space that's the space where ladies have catheters for babies and you have a little control and that is like your garage door opener if you want the door open you press the button and it turns the device on and you see whether you can do things you wanted to do before but could not because of the pain and you come back after 7 days and we remove this trial device and then you have to come and sell me that how this was the best thing for you since since sliced bread and you want it back inside and that's implanted permanently into you and what is the name of that the spinal cord stimulation spinal cord stimulation, stimulation yeah. all right so is that sort of the cadillac of procedures Or is there another again the the you have to choose a, pa- a procedure for the patient's condition it's 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 on a case by case basis some patients cannot have that if they have a defibrillator or a pacemaker that fires uh, they cannot have a another electrical field that can confuse the defibrillator but but there is hope i mean you've got to take it on a case by case basis the medication the approach has to be individualized to the patient but there's hope so far as to say there's many more tricks in the doctor's bag nowadays for pain rather than just putting you on a pill. And and that is the great news today. That is the greatest therapy available. Today. Well, I'm so glad that you stopped by to talk to us about this today, Dr. Eugene Pereira. So good to see you, my fellow mountaineer, and thank you so much for everything you're doing to make people feel a little bit better here on the Sun Coast. As always, it's been a pleasure.